want to welcome you back to the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Hi, everyone. This is episode 42, and we're calling it a No Excuses Marriage. Before we begin today, we just wanted to do a listener shout out. This listener shout out comes from Ryan Coster, and it's titled Helpful and Engaging. He goes on to write, Travis and Don are great podcast hosts. They provide one, great content that is easy to remember. Two, they are both really engaging and fun to listen to. Three, episode lengths are long enough to really dive into the topic, but short enough you can listen to while on a run or in the car. Can't wait for more episodes. Oh, awesome. Thanks so much, Ryan Costner. Yes, thank you, Ryan. We just so appreciate this listener shout out. So why do listener shoutouts and five-star reviews matter? Five-star reviews help other people who may be interested in strengthening their marriage find out about this Loving the Fight Marriage podcast. If you would like us to read a listener shout-out from you, just head over to the Apple Podcast Reviews and at the bottom of the all episodes, click five stars and then leave us a review. We can't wait to read it and share it. So again, thank you, Ryan Coster, for an awesome shout-out review. Oh, so nice of you. We also want to do a listener shout-out to a country that we are just excited about. There are 41 countries who have downloaded our podcast yeah. in the past. So this week, we want to just do a shout-out to France, there, the country of France. Yeah, and there are those of you that are listening consistently from France, and we just wanted to say hi. Yes. We love Hello. you guys. We love your country, and we're so glad you're tuning in. Yes, thank you for listening. Just a quick reminder, Verbalocity, our new book, has launched on Amazon. It's a short, quick read that we wrote to help couples think through their positive communication plan. Our goal with writing Verbalocity was to challenge people to be verbally generous with their words. It's available on Amazon. And don't forget, for more info about Loving the Fight and this podcast, you can always go to lovingthefight.com. Well, I just, to kind of kick off this episode, Don, I, as you know, I just wanted to share a story about something that happened a few years back. I was working on staff at a church and uh, as a pastor, and I had decided to organize a trip for the men of our church to a men's conference in another state. And as you know, Don, I, I booked the hotels. I I secured the transportation. I even scoped out the arena where the event would be held. I collected the money from all 46 guys who planned to go. And I kept thinking to myself, I should buy the tickets for that event. But then I would say to myself, oh, well, it's, you know, a huge arena and you don't need to buy them right now. Just buy the tickets at least a month out. That's what I kept saying to myself. Well, I finally got around to buying those tickets, but by then it was sold out. I remember I'll you telling never me that. <laughs> forget that day where I pulled it up on the internet, got to the website and it literally said sold out. I called a month and a half before the event, but the tickets ended up selling out two months in advance. So right. I was here. It was like a half a month to a month late. You began I, sweating. I, I was freaking out, having a heart attack. Yeah. I was in trouble. Here I had collected money from 46 guys, planned everything else out. And now we weren't going to be able to go. It was a bummer. But ultimately, here's what happened. I had to call 46 guys and tell them that even though they had already paid, even though that they were planning for months to go to this event, they were not going to be able to go to this conference. I think I took it took you almost a whole day to call Oh, people. man, 46 <laughs> guys. And literally just to say I'm sorry, yep. to tell them I messed up, I took responsibility. And even though I was, again, early when I called to get the tickets, I wasn't 
early enough. Here's what happened. My procrastination caused me much pain. The excuses I told myself when I thought about ordering the tickets two months early were mere opportunities to push off what I knew needed to happen at that moment. I never yeah. should have waited, should no, I, Don? No, no. These men long. were going to this conference. They had already put the money down and they had already paid. So when people pay, we kind of all know that they're pretty serious. Yeah, they had taken work off and oh, <laughs> they were ready to it go. Was just awful. So why didn't I act as soon as they had paid and their deadline to pay had come? Why didn't I just like that next day place the order on the website? Why didn't I do it? Well, today in this podcast, we are talking about excuses. And really, we're looking at a no excuses marriage. That's what we're trying to focus on. Here's why. Excuses are the currency for an economy of procrastination and stagnation. It's kind of like a country, right? Called laziness. And in the prior story that I just shared, I became the president. And I'm not saying that I'm a lazy person. Literally, I'm not lazy no. in any no, way, shape, or form. But I was lazy in the discipline of making something happen I knew needed to happen in a timely right. fashion. Yeah. They paid. They made their deadline. The next day, I should have ordered all 46 tickets. Instead, I had to call 46 guys, apologize, and it was painful. So what really are excuses? Well, excuses are the little lies we tell ourselves to avoid what needs to change and to make us feel good about our own dysfunction. We do that in our marriages, don't we, Don? We make excuses. I know I've made excuses about me and our marriage, and it's caused our marriage to stagnate. Yes, It's caused our marriage to not grow and become even more mature. I think it's interesting that you said there are little lies that we tell ourselves because you don't think of them that way, but that's exactly exactly what they are. Yeah. They're lies because they're deceptive. They get us to believe that everything's okay or that we can just, well, I'll get better in this area. But the reality is it's hurting ourselves and hurting our marriages. Some common excuses in all of our lives as individuals and married couples are things like this. We just want to give you a couple examples. Someday I'm going to get healthy. Someday I'll forgive the person who hurt me. Someday I'll make friends. Someday I'll become a saver and investor instead of a spender. Someday I'll work out daily. Oh man, one day I'm going to rebuild my relationship with that family member. Someday I'll start to eat right. Someday I'll break free from my addictions. Someday I'm going to let go of my bad attitude. I think the key there is someday. And then we always have, you know, a reason why it has to be someday. Yeah. Yeah. And someday becomes every day and every day becomes a lifetime of excuses. Excuses are bad for people and they're really bad for marriages. Now, we're not trying to point fingers at other people when we talk about excuses. Travis, you know, of course, that you and I have had made many excuses before and in many different areas. We have, definitely. For example, we made excuses in our finances. Our excuse was this, that our finances will get better on their own. But you know what? They didn't. We had to stop using that excuse and start making sure we were doing all the right things financially. For us, this meant paying off any remaining debt, moving from a survival mentality to a thrival mentality from just putting money into a savings account to investing in the market, hard assets, and other opportunities. And that's been a game changer, but that was our excuse. We also had an excuse for education and not going to college. And our excuse was this, college is too hard and it's too late for us to go. 
it actually, it wasn't too late and it wasn't too hard. We both came from families that didn't encourage an education, so we launched into adulthood without getting one. We could have kept making excuses and we did for actually a long time. It took me a while to get my bachelor's degree, but when I did, I got a 3.98 GPA. I know, practically a 4.0. Don, you were a rock star. Travis, it took you a while to get your bachelor's degree, but then when you did, you immediately went mm. on to go get your master's degree. So glad it I wasn't did that. too hard and we weren't it wasn't too late. Yeah. Another excuse that we used, Travis, you and I, was with our weight. And our excuse was this, it's impossible to lose all this weight. And you know what? It did. It felt impossible, but it wasn't. We were both bouncing between 40 and 50 pounds overweight. So we needed to stop eating bad food. We needed to choose to eat healthy foods to keep track of the food we were eating and to work out consistently about six days a week. Yes, it took self-control and discipline, but it was possible. We had to stop making an excuse. Yeah, I'm so glad. This is one excuse that I'm so glad we killed and finally overcame it. Yes. Oftentimes, Travis, I know we've had excuses for our relationships. Our excuse was, you know what? It's the responsibility of other people to become friends with us or to invite us over. (laughs) And you know, we were wrong. It's not their responsibility. It's ours. We had to change and start doing something about that truth. We started connect groups and we asked potential friends over out to eat and to do something fun. We invited people consistently over to our house. Yeah, and that's paid massive dividends, overcoming that excuse and just killing it and building friendships and getting into community. It's been amazing for us. It has. And then one of our last excuses, and there's many more, but that we're just going to talk about was we had an excuse for past hurt and disappointment. And our excuse was this, this disappointment I am feeling is too painful to get over. Mm. Sometimes you don't want to deal with the pain of it. So you just make an excuse. The truth is that God can heal any wounds. We had to let go of the disappointment and the sadness that came with it. There was a time when someone promised us something, Travis. You remember this. Oh, I remember it all too well. And they didn't come through on their promise. To us, that was actually a lie. They had lied to us. It kind of felt like a lie, yeah. That kind of disappointment was so painful and it was huge. It affected our lives. It can be a Mount Everest sometimes of pain and disappointment in our lives. But once we let go of it and we gave it to God, we are free to move on. Procrastination and bitterness make you want to hang on, but forgiveness allows the excuses and procrastination to come to an end. So here's the point. This is the point. We talked about a few excuses yeah, that we Yeah, trying to throw ourselves under the bus yes. and be vulnerable, be honest. We want this episode and this Loving the Fight Marriage podcast to be an excuse mm, killer. We let's go to, hunting. Let's get done with excuses. Kill the excuses. We want to help you get rid of the excuses that are holding your marriage and your life back. So here's the key. Getting rid of excuses takes honesty and discipline. Mm. It takes hard work. It really does. And and Don, I think because we live in a culture where we want to point fingers at everybody else, there's, you know, especially 2020 was the blame game. Everybody blamed everybody else, but very few people stopped and said, what about me? What needs to change in me? And that's painful to look at yourself, but it also takes discipline then to walk out that change that you suddenly realize as you're vulnerable with yourself. Again, getting rid of excuses takes honesty and discipline. It takes hard work. In Proverbs 14, 20, in the Bible, it says this, all hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. Hard work often brings results, but mere talk leads to failure. Hard work is really facing what needs to change, planning out a new goal or direction, and then taking action to make that change a reality. 
Excuses are mere talk that doesn't bring change. They're just an excuse. They're just words. They are. And when it says that, you know, in terms of mere talk, it's kind of talking about, sure, it's talking about money, but it's it, in this case, it's poverty, relational poverty, yep. right? right? It's poverty in your marriage. Again, excuses are mere talk that doesn't bring change, especially in marriage. Excuses can lead to a relational poverty or a bankrupt marriage. Hey friends, we'll get right back to the episode, but we just wanted to say if this podcast has encouraged you in any way, please consider sharing it on social media, leave us a review and be sure to subscribe. We'd also love to hear from you. So feel free to leave a comment and for more information about Travis or Don Rosinger, go to lovingthefight.com. And we don't want that. No. That's not a good thing. So what are some of the most common excuses couples make for their marriage? Maybe excuses we've made, but many of you are listening. Maybe you've made these excuses or you know people who have. What are some excuses that we've heard about from others about their marriages? What have we all heard? What are those excuses that really hold marriages back from growing, deepening, and becoming all that God has for them together for mm-hmm. their lives. Yeah. Again, our goal is to have this episode and this podcast be an excuse yeah. killer. No more excuses. We <laughs> want to get rid of them. So what are the excuses that need to die? Yeah. I know that sounds violent, but we're talking about excuses. Right. We want to kill the excuses. So here we go. One of the biggest is we don't have time to go on dates. And we've heard that a lot. I've heard that from so many couples. We don't have time to go on dates. It's so common. Couples tell each other things like, when the kids get a little older, we'll go on dates. That's when we'll make time for us. But the problem is, is that one day stacks on top of another and pretty soon 10 years have gone by and the kids are older, but you've lost 10 years of an opportunity to invest Mm. in your marriage. That's a bad place to be, isn't it, Don? Yeah, it is. You've also lost 10 years of establishing one of the most healthiest habits a couple can have, spending stress-free time together, cherishing one another. You've also spent 10 years of establishing a bad habit of doing nothing to promote romance and a focus on your marriage. So the solution, the solution is this, make time now. Get rid of that excuse. excuse. (laughs) Get rid of it. Here's how you do it. Think back to when you first got together and when you were dating, you would drop anything to be with the one that you loved. Why? You prioritized time with them back then. And now it's really time, isn't it, Don, to go back and start doing that again. Prioritize your spouse and your marriage. And guess what? Your marriage is going to get stronger and you'll enjoy your marriage more. Another thing that you can do to kill that excuse is just spend time thinking about what is happening to your relationship as you regularly abandon your marriage by making the kids or something else the focus of your lives instead of each other. And this is catastrophic to a marriage. People, I've often heard this statement many times, people vote with their feet. And when you and your spouse don't get away together alone, you are casting your vote on the belief that your marriage 
isn't important. So another piece that you could do is think through how devastating the dissolution of your marriage could be someday. Divorce is death. It's a literal, physical, and spiritual dismemberment. That's why Jesus said in Mark chapter 10, 9, when he was talking about marriage, he said, what God has joined together, let no one pull apart. It's so painful. And most people, after a divorce, they spend the rest of their lives trying to recover. We want to we want to get rid of this excuse that says we don't have enough time to spend together. And part of the way we can do that is schedule it yep. and do it. Just schedule a date night and do it. Declare one night a week a national holiday for your marriage where you only play and have fun together. No responsibilities, just laughing and doing fun things, yep. romantic, awesome things together. Another common excuse is this. There just isn't sexual chemistry anymore between us. This one, by the way, is for married couples only, but we want to respond to them. We want to kill that excuse. Here's the thing. When most couples first get married, they're, they're generally having lots of sex. The chemistry is piping hot. And here's what most couples would say at that moment. They would say, when we first got married, we couldn't keep our hands off of each other. But now we just try to get through our day with so many responsibilities so we can collapse in bed at the end of the day. We've done that, right? And if this is your excuse for not having sex and being intimate, get honest, admit it, and then it needs to quickly change. So here's the solution that we would suggest. Understand the value of sexual yep. intimacy. It's so important. And we, we kind of cover that, don't we, Don? You can go back and listen to episodes 12 and 13. They're called Sexual Intimacy, a Powerful Tool to Increase Closeness with Your Spouse. And I think if you listen to those, we'll be able to help remind you, we'll all remember together about how valuable yeah. sexual intimacy is. And then start making time for sex with each other. Do it now. Right. I mean, you can even stop this podcast right now if you're alone and be together. But how do do you increase the sexual chemistry in your marriage and start having more sex? How do you do that? Well, go on dates, kind right. of like we, you we have just to said. And go on a date. Absolutely. Yeah. And then flirt sexually throughout the day and week. You and I do that with each other, yeah. and I appreciate that. I mean, why can't you send an erotic or steamy text? to your spouse. You know, one that it, it, no one else is going to be able to read and know what you're talking uh-huh. about, but it's like, wink, wink. You're I love being with you. Yeah. yeah. And you know, the kind of flirting that you're talking about, but again, it's just, I love you. I'm attracted to you. You could also update your wardrobe. That helps lose weight and get in shape. I know Don, when you and I, we talk often about losing weight, but when we did, man, our sex life, our sexual intimacy went through the roof. Another thing that's really helpful is start working out at least five days a week. When you work out, your blood flow is heightened. So you can imagine what this does for the blood flow to your sexual organs. And it helps get rid of stress. So then you're not stressed. So you want to be more intimate. Yeah. And your mind is more on your spouse and less on work or less on stress. You know, I think part of what we're trying to say too, is just schedule it. Like put it in your schedule, make it a priority. And there will be benefits that you will find in your marriage from making sure that you are giving time for that. Again, we're talking about a no excuses marriage and the way that we get rid of those excuses. First, we just have to talk about them. What are the excuses that we've heard? The next excuse that we've heard, and it's very common, is this. Our kids need us. 
So they must be the focus. They must be our focus. I love this excuse because it makes all of us parents feel better, right? Yeah, Don, it's super deceptive. You know what it does? It takes a focus off of our marriage and makes us a savior to our children in the process. This is a very deceptive excuse because it seems like it's the right thing to do. Neglect your marriage so you don't neglect your kids. I know we've seen this over and over again, and what comes next is often divorce, which is really sad. Spending time focusing on your spouse and your marriage is never neglecting your children. It's actually making your children a priority. I know. You know, it's it's kind of a reverse psychology. You're not with your children. You're with your spouse. But in reality, you're investing in your kids, and that makes a huge difference in their life. So here's a solution for this excuse. You have to change your thinking and your savior mentality. There's only one savior and his name is Jesus, right, Travis? Yes. We all know that. Realize that your kids won't shrivel up and die if you spend time with your spouse. Instead, they will flourish and be much more emotionally and physically healthy because of the amazing environment it creates in your home. It changes everything. Right. I mean, it really does. Plus, you know, from God's perspective, you made a commitment to your spouse long before you had children together. After God, your spouse always takes a higher priority than your children. A couple of practical things just to remember when it comes to this is your kids don't (laughs) need you at every single one of their events. Your kids need water and food and clothes and shelter and love. That's it. They don't need 800 hours a week from you and your spouse at the neglect of your marriage. They don't need you at every single one of their sports games or their practices. They just need the basics. Right. More than anything, and I, I mean anything, kids want a mom and dad who love each other and who are crazy about each other. Your kids learn the most about love and marriage from you, their parents. What are you teaching them when you neglect your spouse or your marriage even if it's to spend more time at their football games or their soccer games. Yeah, and we've talked about that in the past, but kids learn so much from their parents about love, about marriage. Mom and dad, they're putting you under the microscope, and that's part of how they might live out their marriage when they get older. A fourth excuse that we have heard that has caused a lot of damage to marriages is this. Going on a romantic vacation together is too expensive. Only rich people can do that. (laughs) I've heard that many times. Every time we've gone away, people are like, how do you afford that? How do we not afford it? (laughs) On the surface, you know what? This might seem true, but when you really start to weigh out all that we spend our money on in our daily life, it can really help reveal where our values Mm, lie. Have you guys just looked at your checkbook or your bank account? Where do you spend majority of your money? Without realizing it, we invest in what we think is most important. If you want a healthy body, you invest in working out, right? In the same way, a romantic vacation away together once a year, it isn't about money. It's about an investment into Mm. what matters most. I totally agree with that. So what does matter most? Yeah. Some people think that $8 coffees every day and then going out to, you know, $20 lunches, that that's what matters most. But they're forgetting it's their marriage that's way more valuable than the fancy coffees or the out to eat work lunches. Yes. After God, your marriage should come first, then your kids and then your extended family. So here's the solution. What's the solution to this excuse that we hear? The solution is this, take control of your finances and use your resources as a tool to enhance your marriage relationship. 
Start viewing them as a tool for strengthening your marriage. So here's just some practical thoughts, some things I know that we have done before in the past. Stop buying all of those lattes at coffee shops <laughs> and these expensive coffees. Yeah, get a really good coffee maker. We have a burr grinder yeah. and a V-shaped uh, ninja coffee maker. Coffee maker, <laughs> love it. It's so good. Grab a couple insulated mugs and you know what? You can bring your coffee anywhere oh, you want, I anywhere love that. you go. You can save that much money. And it's convenient. Another thing is just stop blowing so much money eating out at lunch. Stop getting takeout and stop going to different restaurants. It's called brown bagging, right? Yes. How about try Sunday night meal prep? I know this is something that I do. I love, I love to cook, but I definitely meal prep on Sunday nights because that way the food is ready and you won't be tempted to eat out during the week because the food's already prepared. Or like we talked about lunches, you know, learn to cook your own meals at home. Bring a brown bag lunch to work. You just have a sandwich if you need. Or, you know, a little, just a practical tip, you know, drop your heat at night while you're sleeping because you're asleep anyways. Technically, you sleep better. Oh, I enjoy that when it's a little bit cooler, but warm when we're awake. But then your gas bill will actually be cheaper. I know, Travis, you and I, we had gone to Europe a couple times, but there's one time in particular, we went somewhere for eight days. We went to Denmark and then we also went to Sweden. And we did the whole entire oh, trip for $2,300. And it was a bucket list yes, experience. That was airfare. That was lodging. That was food. food everything. You know why? Because we look for deals. Look for deals because they're out there. You don't have to pay top dollar for everything. I know we actually have a credit card where we you know, put our purchases on there. We pay it off at the end of every single month. We never carry a balance. Never. But we get... We earn rewards and we earn a free trip at the end of the year in cash that we can it's spend awesome. and go anywhere with yeah. it. So the real the real answer is you can't afford not to, right? right? You right. can't afford not to go on a romantic getaway. Someone once said, don't accumulate possessions, accumulate experiences. And that's true. I mean, at the end of our life, do we just want a whole bunch of junk or do we want these experiences? Oh, man. Experiences and time, quality time with the ones yep. that we love. So much more valuable. Uh, remember, again, earlier we read Proverbs 14, 23. It says, all hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. The hard work is being honest. It's yep. saying, okay, what really needs to change about our marriage? And then, you know, getting rid of the excuses, the right. mere talk that leads to relational poverty. I know we have definitely used many excuses in our marriage in the past, and that's why we're touching on them today. It's time to just get rid of these excuses. Yeah, we need to get rid of them and recalibrate and move forward. Yep. We need to kill the excuses so your marriage can grow and flourish. So again, we focused on excuses that many couples use, and we want to kill those excuses and absolutely get rid of them. What were they, Don? I know today we just focused on the excuse that we don't have time to go on dates, and we all know that's just an excuse. The second excuse that we focused on was there just isn't enough sexual chemistry anymore between us. And then there's the alluring excuse. Our kids need us, so they must be the focus. Again, it's an excuse, so that means it's a lie. And the last one that we just talked about, going on a romantic vacation together is too expensive. It's only for the rich. Again, another lie. It's an excuse. It's killing our marriage. It's not helping us, so we got to get rid of those excuses. Well, guys, we just wanted to spend time really focusing on that and 
what it takes to make sure that we have a no excuses marriage. Yep. So this is part one. Part one, yeah. And we're going to hit a couple more common excuses that people make, you know, marriages and couples talk about on a regular basis next week. Yep. And something that we have dealt with and want to make sure that we get rid of out of our marriage. We don't want to make excuses anymore. Yeah, so we want to thank you for joining us for this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Remember, guys, you can do it. You got this. We believe in you. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. If this podcast encouraged you, then be sure to share it with others that you care about through your Facebook page, Instagram, or other social media channels. Please hit the subscribe button if you have not subscribed. And please click like and leave us a review. Tell us what you think. For more conversations about marriage and what it takes to make sure that you are loving the fight, visit us at lovingthefight.com. See you next time.